You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Richard Franzi, having a compelling content or that one eye-catching line is crucial for business leaders to get the attention of the consumers. Mitchell Levy at AHA That and his team make it easy for corporations to easily create that AHA moment. I've asked him to join us today to share how he is guiding and helping experts turn into recognized thought leaders. Mitchell, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show. No, it's great to be here. I, I, I like the attention we've gotten so far, and uh, you've done a nice job prepping. Okay, well, let's Thank get... You. My pleasure. We're very professional here at Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Let's get started by asking you to share an interesting story from your professional path to where you are today. God, there's so many. Trying to figure out which one to choose. The um, I think I think it's all about lessons learned and, and what you do. Last time I worked for a corporation was uh, 1997, and I was running the e-commerce component of some micro, micro, microsystem supply chain. And what was interesting then is uh, I'm in Silicon Valley, been here for 30 years. And the this thing called the Internet was coming around, and I was the guy going to CEOs and VP operations saying, you know, there's this new technology, and it's going to change the way we streamline operations, and we'll be able to get things done quicker and talk directly with our customers, uh, both B2B and B2C, and it's going to transform everything. And I've had many people say no, uh, mm-hmm. that's not going to happen, and it is fun to see where they are today. Uh, for me, I ran I ran four conferences. I, I created uh, uh, seventy courses at universities, and and I think the, the the thing that was most fascinating to me was watching the trend. I created a, a university uh, program at at San Jose State. Uh, we took in and sold over forty seven hundred courses. It, it was uh, I think we generated over two million dollars of revenue, and it was fun to watch the classes, the class size. And the audience change as the adoption of the internet. This was starting in '99, '99, hmm. 2000, 2001, and watching what happened. And and I think I'll close with a very interesting story. And by the way, it's fun to teach the same course and watch the same course be taught when there are 50 people in the room, and then 35, and then 20, and then 15. Uh-huh. And the interaction is dramatically different. But let me close with one last story, and that is. So during those days, I was getting paid a large sum of money for speaking and consulting, and which was uh, very phenomenal. And then one day, the dot bomb came, and the dot bomb was overnight. Uh, I was affectionately known as Mister E-commerce, and overnight, that part of my business went to zero. Mm. And so the lesson learned from me: there's two. One, you should never put all your eggs in one basket. So I, I had a, another business going. I had a CEO networking group, which we were making, uh, I think it was $40,000 a year as I was generating on that for, for me and then my partners had money as well. And, and that was a small amount of money one day, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, let's build that. <laughs> uh, so that was one lesson. Right. All your eggs, uh, don't put all your eggs in one basket. The other lesson, and this was really valuable, what I realized it wasn't me. I mean, if I was I was uh, five thousand dollars a day consulting one day and zero on that topic the next day, and I didn't do anything different, and it was simply the market change, and so the understanding that the market can transform in this case almost literally overnight, 
uh -huh. is, is an important element for anyone to be thinking about in terms of what you're doing, both in your business and personal life. Yeah, I think for many uh, business owners and entrepreneurs that are listening to the radio show here, either live on octalkradio.net or maybe as a podcast on iTunes or iHeartRadio, Stitcher, that might have happened for them if they were in business during the Great Recession when all of a sudden one day business was a certain way and then it seems like overnight the demand for almost all different kind of services, except maybe bankruptcy attorneys and refinancing and people like that, uh, went away. So that, that's a good experience, Mitchell, that I think we can identify with. So let, let's turn our attention away from you to the firm that you're now leading. And, and so tell me a little bit about the firm and why customers choose to do business with you. You know, what's your unique differentiator? What's your secret sauce? Talk to us a little bit about that. So the, uh, the platform of the firm is AHATHAT, A-H-A-T-H-A-T.com. And, and as it turns out, since the, since the arrival of the Bible, or let's say the Gutenberg Press, a book has been the tool that people have used to truly demonstrate expertise. And so we've, uh, I have four different publishing companies uh, in addition to AHA That. We've been publishing since 2005. We've created over 800 books. I've seen, I've seen authors who have taken hundreds of hours to write their book and then spend one minute marketing it. <laughs> I've seen authors who, I know, and uh, I, I, I've seen authors who have created a book and they don't mind telling people but they don't know what the word social media is and they don't have a LinkedIn profile or a Twitter handle. And, and so it's kind of frustrating to me to see people spend all their time and energy creating an asset called a book, but then not using it effectively. And, and to me, using it effectively is the most important thing one can do with a book is understand that that book is written with the primary purpose of you gaining credibility in the eyes of your prospect so they want to talk to you and hopefully either buy your product or service. And so what my firm is all about, what AHA That is all about, is I finally have figured out how to decrease the time it takes for somebody to write a book. And so we now have had 300 authors write their books in eight hours or less. And, and that's normally the, the, the ooh, the ah, the, the aha moment. It's like, wow, really? So either I don't believe you yes. or oh, my God, what does that really mean? And so just so you know, the uh, the benefit of an AHA book, we've redefined it. An AHA book by itself is comprised of 147 second sound bites, 140 AHA messages, or you could think of it as 140 quotes. And all you need on social media it, to capture somebody's attention is one good, compelling quote. Uh -huh. And so if you've got 140 of them, you have quite a few opportunities to do that. And when, when we do turn an AHA book into a paperback, Kindle, hardcover, um, or PDF, um, we actually can include more content. But the AHA book itself is one that is a book that can be easily shared on social media. And so why people come to us is to be able to be quickly become an author, whether they write it themselves or rewrite it for them. And then as they're authoring an AHA book, they're also generating one or two quarters of social media content. So it gives them the chance to not only share content themselves, but encourage their fan base to share their content as well and to grow their fan base because, you know, by definition, if you're writing things in short prose, because what this is my favorite aha message, by the way. Okay. We live in a seven-second soundbite economy. Make it count. Okay. So if you're, if you're writing in seven-second soundbites and somebody sees it, they're like, oh, yes, I agree. And then, of course, 
the next step is who wrote that and why. So, so we're talking with Mitchell Levy, and he is the AHA guy, and we're talking about AHA that and sort of one of the elements of their business, which is to help authors become published authors. And it sounds like to me, hold me, hold me true here, that you have a system, that you have a formula that the AHA book takes and what the individual author brings is their specific focus on a niche or on a area of interest or the content around the aha moments that can be included in the book. Is that correct? I'm holding you. Can I, can I say more than yes? Yeah. <laughs> so yes and. <laughs> so the answer is yes. Okay. Uh, the formula is very simple. If For those that are interested, you can go to ahabat.com slash author, and we have a three-step authoring process. And, and if you don't mind, I'll just tell you about uh, uh, the steps will be pretty quick to go through. Step number one is a Word document. It's got four questions. What's your name? What's your bio? Uh, what's the title of the book? What's a one-paragraph summary? But question number one is the most important, so we made it question number one. <laughs> I'll tell you how it reads, and then I'll tell you what it means. Okay. It reads, who is the reader, and what are their expectations from the book? And we tell what it really says. Who is your prospect, and what is their pain point? <laughs> Because okay. it's very simple. If you write a book that talks about who you're selling to, who your customers are, who your prospects are, what problem do you solve, then what happens is when they are interested in solving that problem, they'll either hear about you word of mouth or they'll go into Google and they'll say, who can solve my problem on this? And guess what? If you've written a book with that title on it and your content is there and you've shared lots of your content on social media, guess who names, whose, names, whose name pops up? Yeah. When they type in that Google search on the first on the first page. So my engineer is telling me that it's time for us to take our first and only stop here on Critical Mass Radio Show and podcast. So we're going to do that for the loyal listeners who are listening to us either live or as a podcast. You know that we're back in like thirty seconds, so you don't need to go anywhere. You just need to hang tight. I would like to have you, Mitchell, talk about your experience working with business executives, business owners and CEOs on how this process has helped them either with their personal brand or with the business that they are leading. So can we do that when we come back after the break? Oh, that sounds like a great question. All right, ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. We'll be back with Mitchell Levy after this word from me. If you are an Orange County CEO or a business owner, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have had these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions through the power of peer learning. These are groups of peers who are running businesses just like you. CEO Peer Groups provides a great sounding board to test fresh ideas and new concepts, review your strategic plans and tactical goals, and present issues and opportunities for a critical discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, and improved business results. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn about our CEO peer groups. CEO peer groups is a registered trademark of Critical Mass for Business. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi. All of our shows can be heard anytime. Let me be clear. 
anytime on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker.com, several hundred other guest websites whose CEOs have put the interview that I had with their guest on our program. Uh, since, you know, we started in 2009, we've reached hundreds of thousands of listeners through the live stream here on octalkradio.net, the live Facebook Facebook Live feed, which if you're watching us today on Facebook Live or in the future, uh, the gentleman that's sitting here in the studio is, there he goes, Alec Enrico. He is uh, participating with us. He is actually a student at a local university who is doing deep research on new media, and he asked to come to OC Talk Radio, so we have him here during our, our show. Simply type in Critical Mass Radio Show in your favorite podcasting software to find our weekly shows. All right, we're talking with Mitchell Levy. He is the AHA guy. He's, we're talking about the AHA moment and his firm, AHA That. Before the break, you re- recall that we were talking about the system that he has honed and crafted to help people become authors using their model. But I ask him specifically before the break, I want to know business leaders, CEOs of middle market companies. That's my audience across the country. Many of them feel like maybe they have a book to write. How do you help? Tell me stories or a story about how you help someone like them become a published author. Oh, I, by the way, it's such a great question, and it reminded me. Let me give you my three-second pitch, and I'll give you and I'll give you the answer. It's we are we are now. Uh, this is a, a Swami gave it that gave this to me. Um, I am a people publisher who empowers thought leaders to share their genius. Sounds kind of cool, right? Yeah, it's like an elevator pitch. And uh, the interesting part is we all have genius. We all have expertise in, inside of us. And particularly the target market you go after, that that CEO, that executive, there's two things I should mention. One, we need to get a book on the marketplace from that person, period, because the customer community needs to hear and see that person, see that personality. We don't buy as a business. We don't buy from nameless, faceless companies anymore. We buy from individuals. And so that leads into the second point is not just the CEO needs to do the book, but there should be many other experts at the company who also get their brand out. Now, whether it's through blogging or, or video casting or books, other people need to get their, their brand out as well. So let me give you the, the go-to-market strategy that makes sense. We do have a eight-step process. I'm sorry, a three-step process that takes eight hours. I got my numbers backwards. That said, it is hard for a CEO to find eight hours. Um, even, even in a long period of time, finding eight hours to sit down and write is not so easy. So the go-to-market strategy is we can do a two-hour interview focused on the topic we discussed before, and that is who are the prospects, what are their pain points. And during that interval, we will pull out the genius from inside that person's brain, we will then ghostwrite the AHA books. So we will deliver back a spreadsheet with 140 AHA messages, which are then, it is so much easier to look at content and decide you want to clean it up or fix it. And typically, um, our CEOs have spent as little as zero time. We have a CEO now who's just, they look at what we do and they say go. Um, So somebody who spent about an hour cleaning up data, but spending an hour cleaning up something that's written is so much quicker and efficient than spending eight hours writing it yourself. So that's our go-to-market strategy with that uh, group. And by the way, <laughs> what what happens a lot is, you know, when you're a good interviewer and you're asking good questions, what happens on the other side, it encourages the person who's answering 
to think about the world in a different way. Mm. And oftentimes it may evoke a new strategy or a new approach to doing business because they haven't thought about a single perspective or a particular approach or tying the threads together. So we're talking. Uh, was that what you're looking for? Yeah, and I'm going to follow up if, if I can. We're with Mitchell Levy. He is the aha guy. I took a note as you were talking and I wanted to get your experience on this for the people that are listening is what is your experience with employees of a company who do write the book, create their own personal brand that that kind of can be aligned with the company. You suggested people doing that, so I assume you believe that's a good strategy, but I wanted you to maybe take a minute to explain that because I'm not sure everybody in the audience would, when they hear it the first time, would say, well, I don't know that I want my people doing that necessarily. What's your experience with that, Mitchell? No, by the way, thank you for, for bringing it up. It's such an important point. So in the industrial age, in, in the, the world in which we do business today is really a direct outcome of industrial age philosophy and approach. And there's still many remnants around that, including the particular concept that, that we as CEOs of companies own our employees. Uh, we don't. People work with us, and as we move forward in, in the newer generation and the millennials and the thought process there, as we move forward, People who work at your companies are going to work there because they want to work there. They like working there. There's value for them both on the professional level and a personal level. And how you can encourage value on the personal level is to encourage your employees to actually increase and build their brand while they're working with you. You are still the sponsor of them financially. If you could be the sponsor of them in other ways as well, getting their brand out, getting them to do more things, Guess what also happens in addition to them liking your firm more and talking about you positively versus negatively when they're not in the office? They also are going to talk positively about you to their friends, to their family, in their networks, when they're conferencing, when they're talking online on social. And what will happen is when happy employees start talking about who they are and what they do, their community is going to want to know who they are. And so what's happening is you're helping to create incremental salespeople and marketing people for your company by doing nothing more than helping your employees be better humans or better people or what they do. And so they're happier, they want to hang out with you, and they're bringing more clients to you. It it really is a win-win. And unfortunately, there are still many. How about we just say the CEOs who I talked to back in the dot-com days that weren't ready to say that the Internet was going to change everything. Um, they, the CEOs today that don't want their employees to, uh, to have their own brands and build their own approach uh, sound very similar to those that I talked to back then. Got it. We're talking with Mitchell Levy, and we're talking about all things kind of aha here on this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. So have you... Can you support an author who, let's say, comes to you and writes an aha book and then says, hey, you know what, Mitchell, I have another book that is, you know, kind of different and and maybe the process doesn't work for that. Are you able to support them if they have a different uh, appetite for a type of book they want to write? Oh, sure. We we have, by the way, we didn't talk ahead of time, so you didn't know. Uh, The answer is yes. Uh, I've got four other publishing companies. And so here's, here's, for me, the most important part in doing business is that you're actually trusting who I am and what our company does. And trust is generated by both being vulnerable, showing integrity, and showing authenticity. 
And so if the answer is no, we can't do it or we're not a good fit, then I'll recommend somebody else who can. Um, if the answer is yes, and many times it is, so we do traditional books. Our largest book is probably 350 pages long. Um, we, we actually publish for, if you know the company Synopsis, a $1.5 billion EDA firm, we publish all of their books. We also have a book series called 42 Rules. That's at 42rules.com, whose books are comprised of 42 500-word articles. So if somebody's been blogging for a year, their content is mostly available. So the answer to the question is, yes, we can publish other books. What it comes down to is, is, and I always ask this question, why are you writing the book? What's its purpose? And if we can support with our infrastructure in a way that will generate positive results for the client, the answer is, yeah, we'd be happy to. And, and like I said before, if it makes sense to go somewhere else, I'll point in that direction as too. So a... One good example is probably a potential prospect for you. We did five uh, books with him, got approached by the Wiley company. And so when he came to me and said, hey, Mitchell, Wiley wants to do a book, but they want to use a lot of the content from the book we had in the past. Can you sign a release? My answer was, yeah, of hmm. course, quickly. Because the thing is, if his brand grows, his previous books will grow. And as we do more AHA books together, which is, by the way, an AHA book is a nice complement to any traditional book, as we do more AHA books together, that will just have more reach. Got it. So the answer is, yeah, it's important for me. It's important for all of my authors to be happy. And sometimes people don't like, you know, if you have a state, a structured format, some people want to do more than just that. So I have about a minute left with you, and I have two questions. The last question will be how people find you online. But before we get there, if you... I'm sure there are people listening to us today live or in the future on a podcast who are excited about the idea of writing a book, and you've shown them how straightforward and easy it might be for them. But you know, like I do, people go back after they listen to this to their regular world, and even though they were compelled to do it at the moment, they might the moment might have passed. Do you have any magic words that you could use here on the podcast radio show that might get those people to actually take action and write their first book? Simple. Life is about time and money. If you can't find eight hours in a nine-month period or a six-month period or a one-month period or a weekend to write your book, then spend the money. We'll get you on the phone for two hours, and we will then write the book for you. Time or money. And you should have a book because it is the tool. It's like putting PhD behind your name. It is the tool that shows that you're an expert at what you do it will, by itself, open up many, many doors for you. And if someone wants to learn more about you, the AHA guy, or your firm, how do they find you online, Mitchell? So go to ahathat.com. If you go to ahathat.com slash author, follow the three-step process. And uh, if you partially write your book or you have questions, send an email to the email address that's there. And just say you heard me on Critical Mass, and I'm happy to respond. My team will make sure I hear that and respond. Or Google Mitchell Levy. And uh, connect to me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Snap. I'm pretty, I'm pretty active on social. I would assume so. Hey, it is, this has been fun. I uh, have enjoyed talking to you as an entrepreneur, and I believe wholeheartedly in what you're doing for business leaders, helping them get their first book published and follow-on book. So thanks for being a friend of the program, and welcome to the Critical Mass business community here in Southern California. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Right. I appreciate it. Have a good, good day. Questions. All right. I'd you like too. I'd like to thank our engineer for today, none other than Paul Roberts. Our producers are Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and Haley Stern. 
If you'd like to connect with me on Twitter, I am CEO Peer Groups. LinkedIn and YouTube, I'm Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. And my website is simple, criticalmass4forbusiness.com. Until the next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.